and welcome back to the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Notices Media. We've been gone for a minute. We thank you all for your patience and understanding as we have been in um, bereavement and dealing with grief. Uh, rest in peace uh, to Curtis. Uh, we love you. Uh, we miss you. And we are going to continue uh, the, the vision and dedication to podcasting and to Flawless Notices Media that you had. Um, and with that said, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. What's cracking, everyone? It is Side Eye Special, <clears throat> a.k.a. Simon the All-Seeing Sultan the Chill, a.k.a. Isdemy Salin, a.k.a. Will. And to close out the trio, we have our baddest bitch. What's going on, everybody? This is your girl, Bianca, a.k.a. Tall Bianca Exo on the Twitters, a.k.a. Um... Oh, fuck, I ain't got nothing creative. I'm tired. I'm stressed. <laughs> it's been a it's been a fucking whirlwind like twenty twenty so far. And I'm ready for it to be over already. Like let it let it just be twenty twenty one. Let's start over. Let's try again. Let's just head up have a factory reset. You know, let's just let's just you know, they we had the test model, didn't did not did, did not slap zero out of ten stars. Do not recommend. And let's just try it again in twenty twenty one, shall we? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Listen, I agree. Because listen, it has been, whew, it has been um, a lot, to say the least. But um, thank you for tuning back in with us. Uh, we um, are here to bring you bigger and better hashtag content. Um, and we would just love it if you would go to the Patreon, be could become a subscriber. $5 will pretty much get you everything. Um, everybody has something behind the paywall. It's a lot of bonus content. It'll help keep the lights on. Um, it will help push the network forward. And like I said, we will not let um, Curtis's vision for the network die. And we will continue to strive and move forward with black excellence. And part of that is um, by way of you, the listener. Uh, word of mouth is still the best way to get the show out and get people talking about it, get people listening. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your cool coworker that you smoke weed with. Don't tell the coworker that tell tell on you for smoking weed. Don't don't tell on your coworker that wants to vote for Joe Biden. Don't tell your coworker that doesn't know how to. Um, <clears throat> that can't drink worth a damn. Correct. Don't don't oh, tell. Yeah. yeah go, don't go don't ahead. tell a coworker. Don't tell a coworker who tell everybody business. Yes. 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 Ooh, don't don't tell a messy ass coworker. Listen. Because ain't nothing worse than a messy ass coworker. Now I now I'm not gonna sit here and lie like like I am not the coworker who enjoys enjoys the mess. But see, it's the difference between enjoying the mess and being in the mess. It's a difference. Or enjoying the mess and being the mess. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, always entertaining when people show you exactly what they are. Right, and it ain't got shit to do with you. That part. Because listen, I thrive off y'all's negativity. I do. But tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to subscribe to the Patreon. Get this bonus hashtag. What Bianca? I was throwing the alley for you to say content. Fuck it. It's 
Did y'all not hear me say it? No. Okay, you... something's wrong on my side. I'm having a new headphone phone blue. Sorry, everybody. While Mercury was in uh, straight back braids, I <laughs> broke all three sets. Of... I broke all three sets of headphones within about a nine day stretch. Um, today is the day in which I went replaced all three sets of headphones. Uh, thank you, invoices for paying through. Um, and yeah, it, it has been a little bit of a challenge to say nothing at all about it. So yes, um, that's, what, that's, yeah, um, that's where I am with it right now. But yes, please come through for this hashtag motherfucking content because, uh, we ain't X, but we're going to give it to you. So that is correct. So I think that's all the trust announcements out. Wait, and we'll give it to you without crack. Uh, uh, speaking of crack, um, the New York Knicks are on crack. Thank you, Will. Um, you are welcome. Because they have lost their motherfucking mind. So it, uh, as a great injustice, I feel like this is an injustice, to be honest. And I'm not even being extra and bullshit. I feel like this is. I feel like this is a travesty. Um, that the New York Knicks, the neck, the Knackerbockers, have made it in their white ass goddamn eyes. I would, I was gonna say black, but considering who the owner is, I, mm, um, they have decided in their mind that they were going to deny Spike of the Lee of House Lee, aka Lil Niglet, aka a shrub grows in Brooklyn. Correct. Honestly, House Knicks, to be perfectly goddamn honest, the organization said that they were going, they uh, denied him entry to a game. So let me explain if you haven't heard already. Whoever did this needs their ass beat. That is correct, my friend. The legendary movie act, the movie director, and Knicks super fan, which I feel is an understatement, to be honest. Um, AKA masochist. Correct. Uh, Super fan Spike Lee has been attending games at Madison Square Garden for 28 years. He has seen some truly awful basketball, which honestly is his whole, almost his whole life, to be honest. But that's uh, who I mean to be shady. Um, but he has remained a constant fixture in the courtside seats of Madison, Madison Square Garden through the team's ups and downs, always supporting the orange and blue. However, after a bizarre dispute before the next game against the Houston Rockets, which, by the way, they lost. Fuck the Rockets, except for uh, Russell D. Westbrook. Um, Monday night, Lee says he won't be attending another game this season. In fact, the Knicks superfan said that he's already given away the rest of his tickets for the last 20 games of this season. God damn. That is... Like, you imagine being so pissed off, you'd be like, here, like, my rich ass is going give, give, give to some, give some random people... Um, the opportunity to act like they're rich and have courtside seats because they don't piss me off so damn much. You then gave it away. Like, take these tickets I bought with NYPD money. That, well, that, well, you, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to, I was trying to come up with a with a retort, but I couldn't because you're not wrong. But you know, do the right I'm thing. Not I gonna pretend this nigga is still living off of Crooklyn royalty money. Well, I mean, when you do the right thing, I guess. You guys have it, but uh, <laughs> you know who I would love to see in a – well, actually, let me let me throw it to y'all first. Who would y'all love to see in Spike Lee's seats? Mm. Uh, this is a good one, actually. I hadn't thought about Tekashi it. Takashi 6'9". Shut up. 
<laughs> get the fuck off this damn show. <laughs> get the fuck off this damn show. And that whole moment is exactly why. You know what? You know who? You know who I would like? I, I don't like this person. I think she a bozo, but just because of her shenanigans, I think it would be hilarious. Nicki Minaj. Oh boy. Oh boy. I think it would be hilarious. And then her, and then she bring her nigga too. Shoot. Oh my God. Cause I saw oh, one no. video oh, on Twitter. No. Cause I saw one video on Twitter uh, a while back. I don't know how uh, recent it was, but like, I think she was actually at a Knicks game and like some, either a random ass, some random ass women or the cheerleaders, I think it was the cheerleaders, like they had got close to them and her bird ass talking about, don't get too close to my man now. So I feel like if Spike isn't going to be there, Nikki should be there because they the Knicks deserve shenanigans. Yeah, well, she would only show up for like the first half of game two because... <laughs> Yeah, she probably on the show. For all the issues with New Yorkers, they, we are some loud motherfuckers when we need to be. And they will start cooking her ass up in that, um, in that stadium, you know. Yeah, I feel like Nikki will show up. sensitive. Well, fair. I feel like Nikki, Nikki will like show up for like the first three quarters of then leave because she would be on Twitter talking about how much she want to suck her man's dick. She would leave because the fans would start roasting her. Same yeah, difference. same difference. So tearing her ass up mm-hmm. about her. Like, hey, 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 bitch! Pink, <laughs> pink print was trash. B. <laughs> grand piano, more like grand flop, bitch. <laughs> so my nigga, you my ain't answer? all that. You heard me. <laughs> you niggas, oh, you niggas, like this girl. Black Air Force this. <laughs> Yo, she does. Yo, like, could you imagine Nikki wearing some like black Air Forces with her Pink Friday weed? Her Air Forces would be like very neat, crispy. Yeah, they wouldn't have they no would wrinkles be, in them. No wrinkles, no crease. No she might not. Sh- no, she might put white shoelaces in them, but mm, I can see it. <laughs> she would. I can see it. She would do some shit like that for the sake of being different. Um... Her nigga over there wearing some corduroy. <laughs> he would probably put like a chicken wing on each shoe. Mm. Oh my god, like those Crocs, those KFC Crocs. Ugh, like that necklace she was wearing. Mm. Goofy. Mm. But anyway, so, this is not about Nikki. What's your answer? Yeah, my my answer depends. I'm I'm actively researching this right now, and I can't tell if Spike Lee also owns the seat next to him or not. Cause there's always a different person in it, right? So I don't know if it's that he owns the seat next to him and he just, like, has a different person come with him or if he's got, like, friends in the... Because, like, he's had Drake next to him. He's had uh, Arsenio Hallsman next to him in the past. Uh, I don't know who this other random dude is. He looked like Bumper Robertson, but I know that's not Bumper Robertson because I don't think Bumper Robertson... I'm going to end that thought right there. Um, no, I wouldn't be surprised so, if he lived, like, right in Soho or some shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I can see it. I I don't right next I don't see right. it, but I can see it. Like it's like I I I get exactly what you mean. Like it's mm. it doesn't seem like a thing, but if it were one, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I don't I don't know what Spike Lee and Bump Robinson's relationship is. Like Odell Beckham's been in the seat before. You know, he played for the Giants. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna assume 
that he also owns the seat next to him. And with that in mind, I would say Diesel and Mero need to have those seats, like for the rest of the season. True. You know, I what? feel like, I like, like Spike Lee just randomly gives seats away on his personal Facebook. I I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> just like, hey, you you wanna? Okay, cool. You here you, know, you go. He's, he's, he's sitting at the computer, adjusting his glasses, typing mad fucking slow. Just middle fingers <laughs> on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> like you type, like you reading braille. Looking over, looking over them anti spike glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Looking through him, he's just looking over him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what if he? What if he had the Ray J joints? Come on, the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> these bunny eyes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you can you can fold them down, you can hold them. I, I don't want to hold my glasses, nigga. That was the mm-hmm. nigga. The point of glasses as we know them this century in the last is that we don't have to fucking hold the things to see anymore. I think a Ray J invented fucking Ray Ray Tech, them Ray Tech glasses. He he invented bifocal fucking monocles and shit. Like that nigga, get out of here. Basically, if Audi made eyeglasses, <laughs> you know what? Anyway, but yeah, no, I would. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I think Diesel Samero courtside at the Knicks for the rest, of, especially not at the season sunk. Like the, I mean, the season was sunk by Christmas, granted, but um, I you think- being generous. <clears throat> I think the season was sunk when they put like five power forwards on the roster. Like, bitch, what do you think you're doing? Mm. Yo, but and and don't they all they, play like twenty plus minutes a game? Like that that's how they beat the Rockets last night. You got lineups where there's like three power forwards in the game at once. And Listen, one point the most guard. The important thing, Will, is that they beat James Harden. That's the most important thing. Fuck James Harden. Correct. Uh but uh, shit, from what, this treatment of uh, Spike Lee, fuck the Knicks too. Um, a video surfaced on Twitter of uh, Spike Lee being denied access to the arena. He's heard, heard yelling, no one told me. I'm staying right here. Now, if you want to arrest me like Charles Oakley, then go ahead, which that is a, that is a hell of a way to say, bitch, try me. <laughs> I, can, I can believe it too. Spike Lee in the front, like, arrest me, goddammit. Yeah. It, it it came off a little too uh, killmongerish, but yeah, I can see him. You know what? That's fair. I can see him actually hip. meaning it. That's fair. With his, with his hands on his hip, I, he got the <laughs> he got the string around his glasses displayed prominently. Yeah, I, I can I can see it like actually being something he said. I don't I don't I don't think it would be like his most defiant moment necessarily, but I can see him having done that. Spike yeah. Lee look, looks like he's lost like a pair of glasses. My brother Charles Oakley. Spike Lee looks like he's lost a pair of glasses in his refrigerator. I can see that, yeah. Like he just like like he just set them down on a shelf, trying to get some lettuce out. Mm. And then the next thing, just couldn't lettuce. find them. <laughs> like like a head of lettuce. <laughs> I was hoping you would get that reference, B. <laughs> But uh, then the the Knicks put out the most the most head ass. That's the only way I can describe a head ass statement. The Knicks said, and I quote him: "The bitch, 
Oh, listen, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, the idea that Spike Lee is a victim because we have repeatedly asked him not to use our employee entrance and instead use a dedicated VIP entrance, which is used by every other celebrity who enters the, the garden, is laughable. Let me stop it right there in New York, Knicks. If y'all can heard... tell you something, if Spike Lee wants to use the fucking employee entrance, goddammit, you let him use that employee entrance. Because he is y'all employee. He's y'all most valuable player. He is y'all he, he employee of the year, 25 running. As Booboo has a team been for years, you need to be doing whatever you can to keep that man happy so he don't take his business elsewhere. Listen, because the most, the, the, listen, the superstar of the Knicks has been Spike Lee for many, many moons now. Y'all need to be sending somebody down there to kiss his balls if that's what he wants. Okay, listen, y'all need to be sending somebody to lick his gooch. That's what you need to do. All right. Listen, All right. Call, 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 him, call him Gooch Lee. Going a little too f- wow. We got a pair of reading glasses on the gooch. Wow, <laughs> this, this show gooch. is over. <laughs> this this show is over. Oh, uh, man, we don't say it way worse than that. Come on now. You, come on now. I'm not trying. <laughs> we don't say it way worse. We have, and also anyway, we did. Also, um, we didn't lie. <laughs> Because first of all, no, like if 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 Spike Lee if Spike Lee wants to tunnel into the fucking Madison Square Garden like he's Bugs Bunny making a wrong turn in Albuquerque, you fucking let him. Exactly. If he wants to fast rope descent out of a fucking navy chopper, you let him. You also, don't be grateful, know. To, be grateful that people want to support your sorry ass team right now, okay? That part. I'm from New York and I don't even like them motherfuckers. Listen, okay. The Knicks been so- listen. Spike Lee has been more relevant than the team actually has for I don't since Reagan was in office. I know you fucking lying, New York Knicks. Reagan and second was of all, I hate- on niggas. Second of all, I hate when y'all playing my. I hate when people playing my damn face because bitch, let me tell you something, New York Knicks. If y'all have quote unquote repeatedly asked him to not use a certain interest, why are we just not hearing about it now? Right. Now, like, go, be, go you know, the, the Knicks are 14th in the East, and <laughs> you've been using this, been using the same door all this time. What you talking about? Mm. <laughs> Isn't their best lineup three power forwards and two point guards? One. No, it's, it's uh, three power forwards. So Bobby Portis, Julius Randle, and uh, was it Taj Gibson? And then Mitchell Robinson in center, and then Kevin Knox for the point. That's their best lineup. So I think Kevin Knox is a power forward too. Yeah, basically, that's how you beat the Rockets because the Rockets ain't got they ain't got no small forwards, let alone power forwards. The Rockets have no size. PJ PJ Tucker is their center. Mm. Right, he is fucking crooked jumper Charles Barkley. That's crazy to me. Like, they just gave up on having big men. I mean, look at the coach. And the wild thing is they, like, they, they still got Tyson Chandler, who I'm sure is, like, 37 years old now, but still. 137, yes. Okay. You know what? His knees are louder than Evelyn Lozada's at this point. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Did I lie? That ain't the damn point, Will. It's a simple yes or no. 
I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. This beer I'm drinking has, is 9% alcohol by volume, so I'm really not going to be about shit tonight. And then you oh, now you can tell anyway. us. Right. You was going to oh, do yes. that anyway, because that's just how you is. Oh, yes. I'm about halfway through, too. But, um, but yeah, let Spike Lee in and stop playing in our face. Like, y'all, 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 for whatever reason, probably James Dolan being in his damn feelings, which... Shout out to James Dolan for being a person that nobody likes except Stephen A. Smith. I mean, and you take with that what you will. He um, needs to go sell this fucking team already and go play with his connect set. Like who the fuck is going to buy the Knicks? Anybody. Duh, like, Let Magic Johnson to, buy the Knicks. Fam, like, mm. if you – here's the thing. Like, I don't know who that person is necessarily. Just like, you know, I revisited the, um, the Donald Sterling 30 for 30 – Spending, they were talking about Steve Ballmer emerged as the person who's, who's gonna buy it kind of out of nowhere. And I'm like, I don't need to know who that person is now, but I know if they were like, yo, the Knicks are for sale, you would you would quickly get to know a lot of motherfuckers who would want to buy the Knicks. Like, it would happen so fast, you'd be like, damn, he want man, he got the money to buy, damn, Tom Steyer wants to buy the Knicks. Like, it would like. Motherfuckers would be coming out of the woodwork. People who wanted to buy teams in the past who didn't get to buy teams would just because the thing is with the Knicks, you get the Rangers also. So you get the hockey team. Um, unless he just straight up chooses not to sell a hockey team, but you, you would get the hockey team also because they also play in Madison Square Garden. No, force him to sell everything. He needs to sell everything. Yeah, that is everything he must parking, go away. If he has a personalized parking space, he needs to sell that shit too. <laughs> the Knicks dog. I also, listen. Also, Donald Sterling's thirty for thirty special would be called thirty for three fifths. That <laughs> is that would have been down. a great name for it because it's actually five episodes. That's Write that wild for a show title. Write that down. I'm writing that in the chat. <laughs> Thirty for three fifths, nigga. We are why are you okay. Anyway, but uh, fuck the Knicks, fuck James Dolan. Uh, Spike Lee said they was that they was harassing him. Now, do I feel that that might be a little a slight bit of sauce on it? Yes, but do I give a fuck? No, because fuck the Knicks. Listen, I don't agree, agree with Spike on a lot of shit because I mean he is very problematic as most straight black men are. But he in the right on this. God damn it. You let you let Spike Lee have go through this gate that he been going through for 28 goddamn years. Y'all know good and damn well it wasn't an issue until now. And also, even if it was an issue, it's Spike fucking Lee. You are the Knicks and he is Spike Lee. Right. What nope. what, what new security guard tried to flex? Like okay. <laughs> like he just got the job yesterday. <laughs> I feel like James Dolan forced somebody to do this shit. Hmm. Like they were like, we, but, but sir, it's Spike Lee, and you are the Knicks. Know your place and earn your spot. Like when when you are the bottomest of bottom bitches, mm. you cannot act like you are the pimp king. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, Jocelyn Jocelyn Hernandez beat her bottom bitch on her show, so that's. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> she had it coming because she was co- colorist and elitist and classist as fuck, and getting on Jocelyn nerves. So I can't I can't really blame her. But don't forget to tune into Ratchet Ramblings also on the uh, Flawless Noises Media Network. Thank you so much. Um, so we transition from James Dolan and the Knicks harassing Spike Lee to 
Chris Matthews resigning for his um, repeated allegations of sexual harassment and sexual misconduct. Um, Why old white men got to be nasty too? I, you know, I just, I just. Speaking of sidebar, pocket real quick, real quick sidebar. We're gonna gas up real quick, but we're gonna get right back on the road. While we was away, Harvey Weinstein um, was indicted and charged, not on every single um, count against him. Although I do think some more stuff came up in LA specifically that he still can be. Uh, that still can be put on books and he can be charged for, but he was sentenced, he was charged, and even though I know it ain't gonna happen because niggas, now hopefully more you niggas can shut the fuck up with the what about Harvey Weinstein shit. I mean, I know it ain't gonna happen because y'all, y'all, but a nigga can hope and nigga can dream. They're gonna be throwing non, um, they're gonna be throwing store, store brand, um, Ballpark Franks at him in prison like they doing Bill Cosby real soon. Mm. Also, who the fuck is tweeting from Bill Cosby's goddamn Twitter account? You need to be shot. A hater because they got me blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Let me see. Did the Bill Cosby account block me yet? I mean, it's possible. <laughs> that motherfucker had me blocked before he went to jail. That I blocked us. The, <laughs> the, the eyes dark and mysterious. Ooh. It works in mysterious ways. Keep your third eye open. That's that fourth eye. Mm. Mm. But yeah, but you got that brown eye open. <laughs> uh, you know what? Fuck you, Will. <laughs> 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 so you don't tumble over Bianca. <laughs> I am I am incapable. Oh, uh, but yeah, fuck Harvey Weinstein. And hopefully you niggas shut the fuck up now, but I know y'all ain't because y'all y'all because misogyny knows no bounds. Um speaking of misogyny, getting right back on the road. Um Longtime host Chris Matthews announced on air Monday night that he was resigning following a slew of on-air fumbles and allegations that he made sexually inappropriate remarks to a political columnist in 2016. Um, it was the worst mic drop ever. Okay, right? He said, I'm retiring. Um, this is the last hardball on MSNBC, and obviously this isn't for lack of interest in politics. Worst mic drop ever. Um, over the past several weeks, the cable news veteran has been under increasing, increasing scrutiny due to allegations about previous off-screen misconduct, as well as a number of eyebrow-raising statements on air. Observers took note when Matthews, normally a staple of election coverage, mm, um, did not appear on air Saturday during the South Carolina uh, primary. Um, he goes on to say, you know, he basically he's like, look, my my bosses talked to me. Um, I don't heard what they had to say. Uh, some I see that some of my behavior was fucked up. I'm an old white man. Um, I gotta learn. I apologize. It wasn't cool. I just I didn't know no better. You know, good luck with the rest of the show. Uh, that's basically talking. what it was. It's wild that an apology like that. Is considered progress, the, right? The bar is in hell. <laughs> there, there is no bar. The bar is an illusion. The the okay. bar is the cookout that white people suddenly get to go to because they hang around niggas a little bit. Fuck y'all invite white people to cookout for. 
Knowing good that's, goddamn that's, well that can't make no motherfucking potato salad. Well, that's, they that's, what, a, that's what, what a bar they, is. You can sub them in and they can burn the hamburgers while. Well, we don't swim. Um, while we go put our feet in the water. Mm. I guess. I See, this is why I just stay at home and cook. Fuck y'all. Right. Because, listen, you can't trust everybody cooking. You can't trust everybody cooking white, black, brown, blue, what the fuck ever. Everybody can't goddamn cook. Exactly. Everybody can't cook. Everybody can't season. Everybody cannot wash a pot or a pan. Listen, not everybody has a pot or pan to wash. Some of y'all cook where it be looking like Jim Jones. Shit. (laughs) Your goddamn chicken thighs looking like fucking Trick Daddy. Is this Kalfalon one or just aluminum foil? Okay, listen, oh too, boy. too much goddamn dark meat. <laughs> What's in your How'd you make a press dark meat? Look, listen, we'll be here all day. Um, but yes, <laughs> I was yes. How did this chicken breast black? <laughs> you didn't even use blackening spices. Mm, black and blue. Where's the adobo, motherfucker? Mm. The mm. kosher salt and pepper. Mm. But uh, Chris Matthews is the first, well, not the first, but is no- another example of a long, uh, dark history that NBC- MSNBC has with dealing with sexual uh, men, white men, men, white men specifically, uh, when it comes to sexual assault and harassment. Um, excuse me. Um, Chris uh, Matthews had came to the apparent defense of Democratic presidential candidate Mike Bloomberg while interviewing rival Elizabeth Warren about her criticism of Bloomberg and his company's handling of allegations of sexual harassment and gender bias discrimination. Uh, again, misogyny knows no bounds, and it's the, the latest and greatest club for men, and white men specifically. Read out about it. Uh, Cause usually men that have allegations and or just flat out guilty of these goddamn crimes usually flop together. Bert, trash of a feather usually travels together. That's all I'm saying. Um, Matthew's line of questioning was very troubling and raised many eyebrows. Um, considering MSNBC's parent company, MB, NBC Universal has been embroiled in a years-long scandal regarding cultivating a toxic culture of sexual harassment and misconduct, including its use of NDAs to silence women who had come forward about stories of abuse. Which is why a lot of you need to shut the fuck up about why don't why don't women come forward often? Because people in power use things, use the power that they have to silence them. And you motherfuckers don't make it any better by Asking head-ass questions of why they didn't come forward or these bitches just lying. Da, 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 da. You don't know what the fuck be going on, but have everything goddamn say to discredit a lot of women that come forward. Or those that don't. There is no incentive to um, coming out as a victim of sexual assault or harassment these days. None whatsoever. Like, it always... And, and it's the same script. It's the same, like... When when I was reading her mentions, because she, you know, when when the story broke, she kind of made like a little quip and was like, couldn't happen, you know, couldn't happen soon enough, good riddance, or whatever what she said. And, like, I found myself scrolling, you know, reading the comments, just trying to see, okay, like, 
what's the ratio going to be? Like, what percentage of people are going to support her? What percentage of people are going to speak out against her? And there were some, like, morsels of support sprinkled in, but the people who, like, didn't like the she even commented about it. It was the same shit that we hear every single time these things come up. Like, they're not even imaginative about, like, the, the the disses and the insults and the mean things they say to women who are victims of, you know, assault, you know, rape, unwanted advances, whatever. Um, and it's just... Uh, it's like, damn, y'all didn't, y'all didn't grow out of this yet? Like, nobody has... Nobody has pulled any of y'all on the side and been like, hey, like, this ain't it. This is why. This is how we should be better about victims. Boom, boom, boom. And then, like, you come out of it a, be- a better person. This still hasn't happened. We've been at this, like, we've been at Twitter, you know, like, in the zeitgeist for a decade now. And we've seen the way that things have evolved. We've seen the way the conversations have changed and, like, what's acceptable and, like, who's getting voices in the world or what have you. We've seen how that's all evolved. And yet people just still continue to sit on the same, not only, like, the same, oh, well, this is how I feel about it, but, like, the same shitty verbiage. Yeah, well, I think it's because for one a lot of people resist change and it's showing. Yeah, and have for a long time. It's like taking 10, because um, like you said, Bianca, we've been on here for, you know, social media for more than a decade, but it's like one social media, unfortunately, let me be clear on that. Unfortunately, social media doesn't always translate into real life. And it's like taking 10 steps for or 10 years forward from like hundreds of years in backward progress, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a very, it's going, it's a, it's been a very, very slow change, if any, because it's just so hard to push people forward when they're so stuck in their ways and draconian ways of thinking and verbiage and things like you said, and not only stuck in it, proudly stuck, stuck in it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it just blows my mind at like, Again, all this time, like we've seen, we've seen people come around and be better. Like we, we individually all have seen people come around and be better. And, you know, yet these people who have been on Twitter for a long time, according to their joint dates anyway, and, you know, have like 57 followers and they follow like 103 people. It's like, how, how are y'all continuing to get lost in the muck at like such a high rate like this? Why are we? still having to go over this one-on-one thing when, like, the information's right there, right? Like, mm. I don't know if y'all remember, you but... You need to be heard more than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Like, the the first time on Twitter was, like, popping as in, like, had people on it at all was 2009. And the big story of that summer was the Iranian fucking conflict in which, like, they weren't letting people in Iran get messages out. So what a lot of people did, a lot of private users did, was they changed their location to Iran to sort of trick the people who were trying to uh, filter messages and restrict messages and what have you. Um, and I learned plenty about what was going on just by being there and just by seeing, oh, this is a thing that people are doing. Like, just kind of clicking around and just being involved with the website. Like, looking at a trending topic, you know, seeing some other equally random account that I just happened to follow post a thing about it. And 
reading and going, oh, shit, that's going to, wow, this, this kind of looks real fucked up. Like, it's messed up that they, you know, stifling speech. Like, like, and I just became informed. And it was not that I was specifically looking for it. I just stumbled upon it, and I emerged from it better. Now we have people who, like, their entire discourse is, you know, Twitter threads and links and Medium articles and what have you that they write with the express purpose of helping people be better selves. And it just flummoxes me that people just like, nah, I'm good. I still want to talk about victims of sexual assault. Like, like, like it's all they fault. Like, really? Like, really? This is, this is how you're choosing to use your time on the internet. The same internet we all got. I mean, listen, it's, 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 I think it's, I think it would behoove a lot of us, and I'm not saying this in a condescending way. Please don't take it that way. Um, but I think it would behoove a lot of us to realize and come to grips with that as a whole, the country is not um, as progressive as we might have, might have thought it was. Um, and it's not going to get any more progressive. Not in our lifetime. Now, if the planet is still here and it's still livable, you know, because climate change, our, our, the, the, the generation behind us, they seem to get, I say seem, but they seem to be better versions of themselves at their age than we were of ourselves at their age. Um, but for our age group and especially those above us, they are, they, we have to accept that they just don't give a fuck to be better versions of themselves. And we can't make them, unfortunately. And we have to meet people where they are and know where, if we meet them at a place where they are just like, fuck it to change, then we have to make a choice. Either we gonna stay around and hope they change or we just gonna say, fuck them. It's really time that we spend um, a lot less of our energy on hoping people change and more on moving on. Mm. Um, stop waiting for people to, to show you that they appreciate what you have to offer because there's always somebody who's out there and like ready to they're ready to show you that they appreciate what you have. So why, why give yourself to somebody who won't do that yet? No, no, that's super true. Like it's, it's 2020. Stop putting up with bullshit basically. Yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, like Kevin Bozeman said that he was like, you, you, yes, you might become a little bit tolerant as you grow older, but you also become aware of what you just won't tolerate. Mm. Like, and it's, it's time to, to put that awareness to use. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you know both matter. And again, like you don't, you don't go into hoping you win everybody. But sometimes you just come across some shit that's like, damn, like it's right there. Like you could be better. Like you know, and I stopped being a person who would just like go in like mad people's mansions. Like ah, fuck you, this is wrong. This is why ah, fuck you. Like not just report people and keep it moving, right? Like if it's the <laughs> same. Yeah, like if it's, if it's clear that like you you not gonna get better about this, like. I'm just gonna report you. Like, it's like, oh, you just want to be trash. Block. Okay, good day. All right, you don't, you don't get to use this anymore. And listen, 
Listen, Twitter be getting folks the fuck up out of here. Let me tell you. Now, they be getting the wrong people up out of here, a.k.a. getting black people out of here for saying nigga. But they definitely be, be getting folks out of here. I just reported somebody the other way the other day for being uh, biphobic as fuck. And then, lo and behold, got the notification today that their account has been suspended. No me. No me. Speaking of which, let me park it right here and be petty for just a second. Speaking of, speaking of not wanting to do better and grow, um, <laughs> black people, my black women, my straight black women specifically, lend me your ears. Allow me to say this. I mean, you ain't got no choice because you're listening to this damn podcast. Let me tell you something, beloveds. I don't watch Love is Blind, but that young man on there that is bisexual or at least what I've been seeing, um, he was bisexual or whatever. Every time the topic is bisexual men, y'all's biphobia leaps out. And I just want you all to tuck that in. Get it I the want... fuck together, goddammit. <laughs> either, either tuck it in or lean into it. Like, pick one, but don't try to play both sides on this and be like, this is what I'm seeing. This is the prevailing dialogue I'm seeing a lot about this. I'm glad you brought this up. Um, it's just my preference, right? Mm. And so let's break the word preference down, right? And so preference's root word is prefer, which means given the set of options, you would take this one first, this one second, this one third, et cetera. Like you rank things when you have preferences, right? Like my preferences for ice cream flavors. I like, you know, mint chocolate chip. Um, I like cookies and cream. I like Rocky Road. I like strawberry. Like I prefer those in that order. I just listed them, which is to say that if you have only strawberry ice cream, I am eating now my fourth favorite ice cream flavor, right? Set as a crude example. Um, but if I said, you know, the only ice cream I eat is mint chocolate chip, I've now excluded all of the other flavors. I am, I am what we're going to call biased, consciously in this case, against all of the ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. If it ain't mint chocolate chip, get it the fuck out of my face. When it comes to sexuality, when you start talking about preferences, preferences is, oh, well, you know, I like, I like tall women, but, you know, I date short women, too. Um, you know, you put, a, you put a 6'1 woman and a 5'1 woman in front of me, and you give them identical, you know, mostly identical sort of character traits and moral compass and, you know, shared common interests and what have you. I, because I prefer dating taller women, would probably choose that six one woman over that five one woman. Doesn't mean the five one woman's a bad person or that, you know, she could never whatever. But if while I'm mulling that decision over, the six one woman turned out to be a figment of my imagination, right? Just to like what she didn't die, right? It's not that, but she I was making her up the whole time. Mm. Or somebody was making me believe she existed. She turned out she didn't. I would happily date that five one because again we have again share common interests and you know comparable moral compasses and all these other things you know common traits and ease of compatibility and so on and so forth. 
that's what it means to have a preference. A preference is this is what I like, but this will do. Yes. What y'all are doing is prejudice. being is is prejudice. Bigotry. It's bigotry. It's it's biophobia. It's unconscious. Well, it's I wouldn't even say it's unconscious bias at this point. It's unrealistic because, quite frankly, a lot of you bitches ain't desirable anyway. Well. Got a point. Um, point to me. <laughs> I just listen. Don't pl- listen. I don't. I want you big. I ain't stupid. Okay. Put, put that on a shirt, friend. Listen. Just own your bigotry. Like that's really it. Listen. St- if you're gonna be wrong, stand up in it. Don't play. Like Bianca said, don't play both sides. Don't play in folks' damn face. Like, look. Right, if, if the literal. Thing, if the literal thing that will stop you from dating a bisexual man is the fact that he's bisexual, that is biphobia. There's no two ways around that shit. Like, like I, I can't pull up the tweet. Like one of my good friends. And, um, on the and the thing is, it's here's the thing. This is the other thing. It's the only way to be biphobic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, and I, I have to be honest here. I genuinely don't understand biphobia or any of these phobias because my only concern when I'm involving myself with a person is does this person want me and are they willing to show me that in ways that matter to me? And do uh, they wash their whole body? Exactly. Do they take baths and showers? <laughs> right. Is it clean? Right. Do they wash because their I don't I don't give a damn if you never liked whatever before you started messing with me. I don't it does not matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but that's because you're not an idiot, Will. And like, look, to exactly. listen. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, all of this is man's fault because it's rooted mm-hmm. in patriarchy. True. All of this is man's fault because under patriarchy, everybody has bought into the idea that a man can't be bisexual. And that woman can be bisexual, but only for the male gaze of a straight man. Everybody has bought, in, bought into that because that's what patriarchy and uh, we live in a patriarchal society. That's what people are conditioned and taught. Some unlearned and grow out of that and realize how the fuck stupid it is. Many don't. So People treat bisexuality as an aesthetic and not a reality. I like that, Will. Thank you. Come on, friend. Um but yeah, so it, in fairness, it is men's fault. How the fuck ever, that does not let y'all straight women off the hook by sounding the fuck stupid. Like, imagine, and look, again, I know, I know, I know. Straight men will fuck anything. I know that, I know that. But straight women be putting themselves through a lot of self-inflicted misery. That's true. I know. But just bear with me. Listen, I know straight men will fuck a goddamn shoe if it, if, if it, if it shines too bright. But still, listen. The fuck the soul. Imagine okay. how the fuck stupid I would sound if I said, you know what? I like this one woman, but she's bisexual, so I don't want her because she's bisexual. That is fucking stupid. Like, dude, the term is literally bisexual. That means they like both men and women. If you are a man or a woman, that does not mean that they have an aversion to you or prefer one over the other by literally means liking both. <laughs> like, Bi what the fuck two. is wrong with y'all? 
And the fact that y'all playing in folks' faces, like the literal thing that is keeping you from dating a bisexual man or wanting a bisexual man is the fact that he's bi, like his literal identity. Like, girl, do you realize, you do, you do realize that, yes, he might like dick, but he also likes you. Like, he's not, he, you are not cut off from his dating pool, you know, and the only thing, and you are cutting him off because of his identity. That is biphobic. I mean, it also sounds like a weak sense of self coming to the surface. Yes, and now in fairness, in fairness, again, because but is especially due, from this conversation I've seen on social media, a lot of y'all don't pay attention to the community um, until y'all want to ask head-ass, stupid-ass questions and shit. But this is a um, a, pr- a problem that bi people face both in and out of the community. It's just that straight, cishead people usually be the loudest and wrongest about the shit. But they face it from inside and outside the community. So maybe it would behoove you to actually listen to my people and understand how this shit works. So you won't be up here making head ass decisions and unlearn because listen, 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 look, listen, hey, look, listen. I don't seen the shit that straight women be going through with straight niggas. And the fact that bisexuality is y'all lying. Yet I've seen some of this other shit y'all put up with in, for the sake of these niggas, these straight niggas. I know you fucking lying. Listen, who, who was that woman who drove thousands of miles for some dick? <laughs> From Alaska to Mississippi. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I know y'all fucking lying. But you Why does, how, does that, how does that never come up when we talk about, like, the greatest, like, Twitter moments? Oh, it I don't know if it just gets lost in it. And then, like, I break it up, and then shit gets, like, no retweets, no likes, and then it's like, all right, well, fuck it, I'm going to just delete it then and hope somebody else mentions it. That's a journey to a vacation destination for some dick. Like, straight people be she, taking the L's. She drove out of and then back into the country. Wow. Y'all be, like, bounce passing the L's to yourself like LeBron and shit. Mm. hate to see it. You hate Probably to just set yourselves up for misery and failure like Issa and Insecure. <laughs> Well, I mean, Issa is a self-dragging herself, so that's neither. I mean, that's you know, good the hell luck, everybody. But yeah, I just want y'all to do better. Stop being the fuck stupid straight straight people in general, straight straight women specifically. Took that biphobia in, unpack and unlearn it, or or not, but just stand up in it instead of playing in folks' face, like you're not biphobic because you absolutely are. I mean, stand up in it if you want, but I would suggest. Uh, readjusting your priorities because mm. the ghetto. Um, speaking of priorities, uh, we do want y'all to... be fucking niggas who don't make you come every time, and that's just sad to me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll come it's through. Sad, and then you'll be asking stupid questions like, "Should I build with this person?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we ain't even got to the HBCU fashions part, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, wow. Well, we'll um, we're not here for the bullshit. Okay, the disappointment right. left out. I mm, well, the dick certainly didn't, but that's you know, you know what. Um, <laughs> Y'all ain't getting no good dick. That's a fucking shame. 
<sighs> well, I mean, maybe if they dated a bi man, they would. Because listen, maybe people you need a commute. nigga who's taking some dick before. <laughs> <laughs> they need some dick with some bop in it. <laughs> <laughs> they need a verse top with some bop. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We do want to say real quick, um, uh, condolences of the family, condolences to the family and loved ones of Alan Jamal Womack Jr., which that is a black-ass name if I've ever heard one. Um, it is an amazing grace how sweet the sound ass name if oh, I Listen, ever. you 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 know... That is a... Supporting character on a black sitcom ass name. Yes, you know that, that is a blessed and highly favored ass name. Okay, listen, that is a God fearing Christian home ass name. It is an amen, amen. No, no, amen, amen. Uh, but yes, uh, the fa- family and friends will gather outside of LA Fitness on Sunday to honor Womack, who lost his life in a gun. A basketball argument that turned deadly as the assailant and also Womack exchanged gunfire and Womack unfortunately lost his life. Uh, investigators say that they both were properly um, properly licensed and registered to have firearms. Uh, he did fire back. Um, and uh, it's just... Um, It's very sad that uh, someone had to lose their life over something as as minuscule as a argue, arguing over a basketball game. Listen, I know we made fun of uh, Rumble, the Rumble that didn't, the Rumble that never was in Temecula. Um, that is that is like a staple in like Black Twitter and a meme and stuff like that. And it's funny as fuck, but things like this is why that shit is also. It should never be that serious because in this case, someone actually did lose their life. Uh, so um, condolences to the Womack family and all his his um, friends and loved ones. And at the end of the day, listen, it's never that deep. It's never that deep. There are things that are very deep and, and powerful and, uh, and, and, and uh, very heavy. This ain't one of them. Nobody should lose their life over a basketball game. True. So with that, at least he shot back. He did shoot back. He did shoot back. Well, you know, the loss of life here is completely senseless, and my condolences to you know to his family. Um, he can go out like he can go out like no hope. Exactly. He let a few off. Listen, guns are blazing. I can respect that. Yes. When I like like LeBron against the Spurs. Well, no, because when LeBron went out against the Spurs in 2013, he won. Hmm. Anyway. With that, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with some HBCU confessions. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it.
Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back to wrap up the show. We have some HBCU fashions and, I, I, well, good luck, everybody. That's all I got. So, starting off with our favorite school. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Happy March Madness, everybody. My friends with benefits told me that he could only fuck me weeks at a time because I'm messing up his sex life. Parentheses. The other girl is born in bed compared to me. In parentheses. He said sex with me is dangerous. Fellas, is that a thing? Dangerous sex? Fam, you. Is he like, is he shooting you like, and you're not on birth control or something? Because that's the only dangerous I can think of. Okay, listen, that nigga trying mm-hmm. to avoid child support. Don't you play at my goddamn face. <laughs> that's the only dangerous that comes to mind over here. Okay, that motherfucker is trying to avoid getting you pregnant, girl. That's what the fuck that is. That's he the only he, kind of dangerous. He said, just up to nope. <laughs> Sis, if you on birth control, then I don't know. Then, then I don't know what that nigga talking about. He's trying to keep you as a side piece or something. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, they in her friends with benefit shit. Then it seems like she is aware of the other, you know, the other, the other girls. You know, apparently he done gassed her head up, telling her that she she got that that pie owl, and the other girl got that pull. Listen, he's stupid. Cause what you doing, being scared of good pussy, nigga? What's wrong with you? Well, you, again, niggas, n- listen, niggas, niggas, niggas are self drag. Will that's why. I like fucking constitution. That's what the issue is. Mm. Oh, and this where's your inner strength? Like in dictution. Or... <coughs> in a in a dictation. I'm just saying. <coughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, girl, that nigga trying to avoid paying child support. Don't you that's fall for that shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for the best and hope that that's what it listen, is. Listen, listen, <clears throat> listen, beloved. Don't you, don't you listen to sex demon Twitter? <laughs> Ain't nothing about that shit dangerous. Don't you listen to that nigga? He just you poor. Put an onk in your drawers, girl. Okay. Up it looking like the goddamn hotel, <clears throat> that hotel meme of uh, of Shannon Sharp and shit. Ooh, let's move on to the next one. Yes. <clears throat> I'm a woman, and I want to marry a man, but I prefer sex with women. No one... Uh, mm. <clears throat> no one so under- what you want is a sugar daddy. Okay. Let me finish, Will. <laughs> <clears throat> no one understands me because I like that... I like that sexua- sexually... But I still want a traditional nuclear family with a husband and kids. Hampton. Okay, yeah, nothing changed. Um, Will's comment still upholds. Um, 
She just added. She just sprinkled thirty percent more bird onto it at the end. There, that's all. Yeah, that one percent will jump out. Now, is it one percent or five percent of those on those black Israelites? Is it five percent or one percent? I thought it was talented tenth. I don't know. Who, yeah. who fucking cares? Yeah. They they all full of anyway. Um, the sriracha with hot sauce just left out. <laughs> mm. But no, it it <clears throat> I for her. Um, shit, she what? Yeah, no, she. What does she need more? Does she does she need a husband more? Or does she need a side nigga more? Yeah, because she, she can because she can because she can marry a woman, right? Like you can marry have, a woman. like it's she needs, she needs girl- a therapist. That's what she needs because well, what is yes. it with the I, I I want I want to marry a man, but sex with women is better. So you want to marry somebody who can't fuck you, right? Do you want like? Is it important to you that good sex be a part of your marriage, or are you just looking for a business transaction as relationship? Are you trying to be like Frank and Claire Underwood? Girl, go the Oprah route. <laughs> Minus the pussy <clears throat> popping. Girl, go the Oprah route. Damn. All right. Next one. My ex and I broke up. Minus <laughs> being trash. <laughs> oh, Lord, I read these as he is. My, let me start over. Me ex and I broke up. Then three months later, (laughs) (laughs) I tried to hold it in. I'm sorry. Somebody need to go to jail. (laughs) Relationship? No. Hooked on phonics. I tried to hold it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Run, run that back. Run that back. I think, <laughs> let me mute myself. But run it back. <laughs> I mean, don't blame yourself because I tried to hold it in too. <laughs> Woo, okay, let me start over. Me ex and I broke up. Then three months later, we'll start over again. Oh, this is we'll the kind of college over. podcast. <laughs> Only a month in and things were good, but rocky and now it's great. I'm falling for her again, but I'm scarred. Help a brother out, Bowie. I'm still Go stuck on the X. But... <laughs> uh, man, uh, on a serious tip, like when you get in a fucking spin cycle like that with somebody over the course of, you know, Think in college, you think in terms of semesters, but you know we adults, uh, we should be thinking in terms of like, you know, months, years, you know, extended time period, etc. Um, man, when you get caught in those spin cycles like that, like it, it reaches the point where even like the most superficial endorphin release of, damn, I'm I'm fucking somebody familiar, and ooh, they still know how to hit my like that. That shit diminishes, and. It's kind of like how you hear like old like veteran coaches talk about like I got out the game because the wins just felt routine, but the losses were devastating. And so yeah, you need to get out of this topic, out of this you know whole situation quickly before you reach that point for both of y'all's like long term health because that ain't fun. Like don't don't waste your twenties fucking spin cycling some what could have been slash what never was gonna be as dynamic. Um, just Get out of it and hell, play the field if you if you want to, or you know, 
hit up that person who been posting pictures you like a lot lately. Do something else. Just get out of the monotony. Break the routine because this is the time to do it, not when you, you know, my age. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really understand what's going on because that shit was too literal. <laughs> That's Kamala. <laughs> Pick everybody up. <laughs> Y'all are going through jail. Period. Period. Woo. Well, <clears throat> next one. After a breakup, I met this chill guy. We linked and he was so awkward and his place was filthy. We smoked. Things led to another. There's no punctuation in this, by the way. Mm. And... <laughs> And I ended up having sex. I felt so uncomfortable. I felt nothing but pubic hair on me. I told him to stop, and he handed me my stuff. He had a micro penis. Anonymous. Why are you telling you, us you about You should have took this L to the grave. Bitch, you should have took this L in silence. Correct. Because this like, is all we, your laws. I get it. This is anonymous confessions, but yeah. Um... You were in Joe's apartment, and y'all, and you wound up doing what in the end? <laughs> Having pubic hair all on her, and he let you get, and, and you let that man give you Shane quality micro dick. Mm. <sighs> Truly hate to see it. Hate to visualize it. <laughs> I know you hate the felt dick. Listen, you up here itching like you got coronavirus, girl. I'm just... Mm. This is not the outside dick that we're talking about. Uh, listen, outside dick make them whole scratch. Does it? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Is there enough of it? Not well. Not in this case. Not in this case. All right. <clears throat> I'm in love with my LB's little sister. They're twins. The girl is just beautiful, man, and determined and independent and very intelligent. I've been wanting to ask her out, but he's overprotective and said she was off limits. I swear I'm so close to risking it all. PV. Do it and write back. Yes, this is, we, we need this an update. Is, this is boring, right? Like, like not this is boring right now, because that's, that's totally what I was going with this, but like, she got a, a a brother and you letting him stand in like no. If you if you can whoop his ass, do it. <laughs> that and, is such and a bigger I'm, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna offer if you can't whoop his ass, do it. If you can't whoop his ass but you can shoot, do it. Mm. If you can't whoop his ass but you got a better GPA than him, do it. That too. If, if you can't whip his ass, but you got a better lawyer, do it. Listen. If you can't whip his ass, but you catch a sister looking at you in that way, definitely do it. Definitely do it. Absolutely. Listen, if she wants you, then you have to. Then it's like you had no choice. Listen, I'm. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Also, <laughs> it's not his business to consider to call anybody off limits. That's his his sister can make decisions for herself that too also and as well <clears throat> very uh, weird for grown men to be clocking other people's vaginas thank you so much mm. come and on you will. call yourself cishet and normal mm. 
Next one. I live like two hours from school and I usually go home every other weekend. I decided to go home Saturday and I walked in the living room to my parents butt ass naked and my mom bent over the stereo. It's time never to stop so- going home. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've never been so distraught. They've been calling and I've been too traumatized to answer. It's you. See previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> listen, look, your parents fuck. You, listen, how you think you got here? It happened. Right. And don't sit on that couch without a towel, okay? That part. It happens. I don't think anybody anybody wants to see their parents fucking, but they fuck. It happens again. You got here for a reason. It'll it'll be okay. Listen, get you some therapy. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna downplay your traumatization. Make them pay for it. Um, Also, this is also kind of your fault, though, because, I mean, I know it's your parents, but you just walked in, just didn't Call get me before you come, stupid. L- right? Did you not listen to Outcast? Did you not listen to Andre 3000 call before I come? Listen, your parents were trying to come, and then here you go up here with some damn foolishness. Should have called. Right. <laughs> you, you, just, you just rolling up with a sack of laundry and shit. Bless you, kill, <laughs> Bianca, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, your daddy was putting some dick with some bop in your mama and you walked in and interrupting their good ass time. This is honestly on you, to be honest. This Here's your L. Much like Issa, here's your L. Mm. You hate to see it. I mean, you literally to see it for us. So you hate to see it. I'm glad I ain't see it because I know how to mind my motherfucking business. That part. Next one. Speaking of minding your business. Next one. My boyfriend still texts two of his exes and talks to them like one in the morning when he's not at work. He says they're just friends now. Am I wrong for feeling that way or should I just drop it? BCU. Ooh, Bethune Cookman. Um, right. This is- I think that's the Bethune first time Cookman. we had Bethune up here. It's the second time. We I remember, I remember specifically one time we had him before. It's kind of benign, but uh, okay. Bethune Cookman, kind of the not the forgotten HBCU. I don't want to make it like that, but you know that's mainland Florida. That's where Vince Carter's from. I, yeah. <laughs> How do we feel about? <clears throat> I think that's what we got to establish. How do we feel about like exes being friends again? Like how long ago was it? Was like they just break up and they just like, oh yeah, we we just we just cool. I mean, when two people decide that they don't want anything to do with each other on that level, there's just nothing that anybody else can do to influence that. Sometimes you just don't want to introduce your genitals to another person's genitals, but they're a pretty great company otherwise. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes you realize shit didn't work out the way you might have been trying to make it work out, but you put enough time between, and now y'all cool again. Um, I mean, the question here is, are you concerned about this man interacting with his exes, or is he doing things to concern you about him interacting with his exes? Because being up late talking with friends is just shit that friends do. 
can attest, can relate. Can so, relate. like, is there something else going on beyond that, or like, is he like, like, is he liking her pictures on Instagram and putting heart emojis on the, all the motherfuckers? Is he making sexual co- flirty comments to her? Is he propositioning her even jokingly? Is, is he throwing out the eggplant like it's a free throw? Because if he's putting some dick on the table, then she probably eating it. And you need to keep it on moving. That part. All right. What? <laughs> Fam, you never disappoint. Next one. Oh, we got more fam you action. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes, we do, but you probably gonna regret it when I start reading it. All <laughs> right. Well, here goes. Let me beat myself in the van. <laughs> I I don't know why I have this weird fetish, but I like it when I shit big turds. I like it how them logs come out of me. Sometimes I shit outside if I feel like my logs are too big to flush. And yes, I'm a girl. Fam you. That concludes the Crown College episode for this <laughs> month, this week. This has been the Crown uh, College series so finale. Glad to, so glad to be back um, after you know a couple weeks away. Damn um, it to hell. As mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, this and every show going forward is going to be in the memory of one Curtis Temple Jr., a.k.a. our friend Trillificent, a.k.a. our friend Coon Loaf, a.k.a. our friend Nigga Bread, a.k.a. our friend the founder of the co-founder of Flawless Noises Media and the founder of the Pods by QPOC hashtag. Um, through those efforts, we were able to magnify lots of voices um, in the years since uh, Curtis founded one that original hashtag and then two brought together Flawless Noises Media Network. Um, we are incredibly thankful um, that this candle, which burned only half as long, burned twice as bright. Um, he left us a lot to carry on um, without feeling like burden, but just more so honor, privilege, um, thankfulness, gratefulness that we were people who got to know him. Um, in New Orleans, you know, death is as much a celebration of life as it is a funeral, a chance to mourn, but also a chance to be thankful and a chance to be reflecting on the fact that, yes, these people entered our lives or for a reason, season, a lifetime, whatever. Um, and gave us something to leave with, gave us a piece of themselves, gave us a piece of their surroundings and their byproducts and their beginnings all the way up to their endings, whether they be timely or what we still the earthbound may consider too soon. Um, in any event, again, thank you on behalf of the entire Flawless Noise Media Network um, for your patience as we bereaved, as we grieved, and as we celebrated the life one lost um, in these times, and we hope that you'll stick with us. We hope that you'll continue to tell friends about us. We hope that you'll help us grow because the best way to keep putting quarters in his meter is to share this network and to share. Jeremy, what the fuck was the, that? The pods by QPOC hashtag and to share the things that we're doing and carry on and going forward because in 35 years, he left us something, you know, very indelible, very, irreplaceable um we're gonna have a curtis-shaped hole in our hearts for the rest of our lives but we will be able to move on uh together because we're never at it alone we always have each other and 
it is through the navigation of this, you know, this spirit realm with each other that we'll be able to, you know, keep our fallen brother alive with us despite not being alive with us on the side of the realm. So thank you for listening in the past. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening in the future. Please tell friends and all about us. Subscribe to the Patreon. And y'all got any final words? I reiterate, Jeremy, what the fuck was that? <laughs> this has been the Chronicle of Podcast. Bye, y'all. <laughs>